Hey friends, Building Livewire coming at you. Oh, this episode is a web developer's experience is surprisingly universal. Well, it says it all right in the title. Um, yeah, the more I walk through this this journey of web, the more I realize how universal the experience of the web developer is. Admittedly, I am I have embarked into um, paths in web development that are less universal like framework development but i still build stuff and even in framework development i'm experiencing all the same universal experiences in a different you know on a meta level where maybe the concrete experiences are a little bit different but um but yeah so here's where this is kind of coming from so i i did a this is coming from Sorry, thinking here. This is coming from the conference talk that I just talked to you about in the last episode, my Laracon Online talk, and it was gonna be uh, launching. It was gonna be like I think the original title was, and I think for the first day of the site, it was still like all the cool new stuff in Live or in Alpine, which I think is similar to or building cool new stuff with Live or in Alpine. I don't know, um, but I changed it because there isn't new stuff per se yet. Um, I changed it to doing small things with Livewire and Alpine, but it really should just say doing small things with Livewire. Um, cause I'm not sure I'm going to add Alpine, but yeah, I, I thought like, you know, I've done a lot of big things with Livewire on stage and I've sort of pitched it as a tool that, that can replace big frameworks when used in conjunction with Alpine that you can really replace like using Vue or React. Um, and I do believe that hundred percent. Um, but and I think it's a great way to use Livewire for the record. But I think, so this actually came uh, through with um, Hotwire, the the framework by DHH and the Rails community that's sort of Livewire in spirit, uh, or, or similar in spirit to Livewire, and similar in tech in some ways. And uh, Tony, I forget his last name. Sorry, Tony, if you're listening to this. Tony something with an M. Tony M., he did a talk at the like Laracon Global Meetup or something on Hotwire, and he's he's sort of been the Hotwire guy. He's been the guy sort of I think he created a Laravel Hotwire package and is sort of the person bringing it into the Laravel community, showing people how to use it. Cool, great, love it. Um, but uh, sort of his one of the like pitches that I've seen him give um, is something along the lines of like you can just sprinkle it in. You know, it's just something you can use for tiny parts of your application. And he, he was sort of saying that's how it differed from Livewire. So I think like we've had public discussions about this and I, I think he now understands that I, I would I would deem that untrue. Um, and there's no animosity at all whatsoever, totally not even a hair. Um, we, we, you know, we've talked it out in public. It's not a big deal. Nobody's feelings are hurt. Um, but it did sort of alarm me that, that like interesting that yeah, I mean, because people see like route colon colon livewire or now route colon colon get, but you see this kind of thing where like your whole page is a livewire component and I'm demoing stuff like data tables and forms and drag and drop and stuff like that. Like these sort of big things. I think I think people don't understand that livewire was originally meant for and is totally viable to be used in very, very small ways. And its footprint is very slim and its installation is very simple. And the technology it relies on is already existent in your app. So the you know this, but the experience of installing and using livewire is composer require livewire slash livewire. 
you add one snippet at LiveWire scripts. Optionally add LiveWire styles to your layout so that you have LiveWire's JavaScript, whatever. You don't have to NPM install a thing. You don't have to run a build. You don't have to configure anything. And then you create a component, artisan, make, LiveWire, counter, whatever. And then you can drop it anywhere you want. And now you're using LiveWire. That's it. There's like, it's zero config, zero config at all. And I try to keep the boilerplate as simple and memorable as possible. I don't think people who use LiveWire often, I don't think they have to go to the docs to figure out how to install it and copy and paste stuff. And that's sort of something that I've been after. You know that because you're listening to this freaking podcast. My point is that I'm doing this talk to further explore what is possible with LiveWire if you're using it in the smallest of ways. And what has sort of happened as a side effect of exploring these things is that like, oh, these are the things, the small things, which I guess this makes sense in hindsight. These are the things that are universally relatable to developers. It's crazy. Like, it's so funny that the things that the struggles, the UI struggles that I encountered when I first became a web developer are still the UI struggles that people encounter. (laughs) It's the same stuff. And here, here's when it really hit me. When I said, um, when's the last time you built a conditional select? Something like, um, you know, select, you have a select dropdown that you select a state and then a different dropdown where all the cities, you know, where all, all the options in the dropdown change based on the first dropdown you selected. This is something that I have definitely, definitely dealt with. And so I threw it out there um, and, and like, Tons of people started replying, like more than it probably like my top 10 tweet engagements, maybe my top five ever, as far as like how many people replied to it. Tons of people were like, oh, yeah, I had to do this the other day, literally the other day, literally today, literally a week ago. Um, And I asked about the use case as well. And a lot of them are very simple, like states and cities, product configurators, um, you know, categories and subcategories makes and models of automobiles, stuff like that. And they just started throwing out these super common things. Yeah, even the names, even the entities, the models in their apps are so common. Something I've always wanted to do is is aggregate like every single Laravel app that that we can and compile all of the models in the app and then sort them by most popular. And I bet there would be tons of like um, transaction, sale, uh, uh, category, um, option, option type, category type, whatever, uh, trying to think like opportunity advertisement um you know stuff like that like these generic these generic models like i think are so universal because i feel like every app i've written there's these common models common patterns and so yeah so the small things are that's what this is the small things are the most universal things that's what it is and it is surprising how many small things there are and how universal they are and it again it really hit me with that tweet um, and, and another one that I didn't even tweet about, but I know is incredibly universal is the, the N plus one, um, input, uh, pattern. So this is something that I remember was my first real front end struggle. It's like I had done a lot of normal, plain vanilla HTML, CSS, uh, form submissions to code igniter apps. And I had to really like roll up my JavaScript sleeves and learn jQuery because one of the inputs needed, there was a little plus button next to it. And you need to be able to hit that plus button and add a new input below it so that you could add, you know, N plus one amount of, or yeah, and there, there were N plus one amount of inputs. You know, you could always just hit plus and add a new input. And it was this variable amount of, of information. And this is something that I've definitely had to implement uh, probably in every single app. And it's super common. And it's not something you can do without JavaScript. 
um, which is kind of crazy. You know, I bet there are ways to do it with just CSS, and that would be kind of a fun thing to hack on for fun. But, um, but you know, in reality, no, this is something you have to bust out JavaScript for, and something that Liveware is really good at. Liveware is really, really good at the small things. That's the thing. Also, the thing I've discovered is like you can use Liveware in these really small ways, and it's super effective. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about this talk now because I feel like I've I'm taking uh, I'm taking a tour through through small UI patterns that every developer has to implement and has experienced, and solving them with Liveware and thinking about it and going, wow, like this is crazy. You can have an app. Like I don't even think I'm going to do a single form submission in this talk. Like I don't think I, I might take like I'm still trying trying to figure out the path to take, but I might do a talk where like I take an app that is just traditional form submissions, Laravel, you know, nothing fancy and just augment pieces of it with Livewire to accomplish these little dynamic bits, writing zero lines of JavaScript. Um, so yeah, so these are the things that are, the things that are smaller, the things that are universal. And it is extremely surprising to me how universal the developer experience is, how, how these little UI patterns, um, are so shared amongst all applications and how um the things that get talked about most at conferences and tutorials i think there's there's this like wide valley that's what it is there's this big valley in between two poles the one pole is the hello world counter app poll this is the demoing the technology this is the getting the hello world up and running type of tutorial or talk that there are myriad of and then the other pole is the extreme stuff is the deep stuff is the let's optimize rendering on a you know on a hundred component page let's um you know like big architecture stuff big patterns big stuff event sourcing whatever and then there's this this valley of mediocrity in the middle that is just the everyday mundane small things that developers are running into all the time and find universally um distracting or annoying or whatever and these are the things that i am finding are extremely interesting and i'm exploring with this talk so thanks for listening talk to you soon